unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I talked to Leo on the phone. It, it was awesome because not only was I receiving help as in, you know, oh, try to look at it from this point of view or from that point of view. But Leo, you know, he, he, exactly what you said, someone to just, you know, be there for you, listen to you and love you. And so mm-hmm. from, from my point of view, I think that was the, the best um, foundation for my process in reconstructing. Hey everyone, we're back here on Saints Unscripted. Thanks for joining us. We are with Leo again today. We're super excited to have him, and Jake has joined us as well. All so right. I took Justin's spot. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's brought his cool red glasses and his awesomeness with him. So we're really excited. Um, this is an episode that is kind of a follow up, almost like a almost like a part two to an episode we previously did, um, where we were talking about deconstruction. Um, a word that sounds kind of complicated or it's like, what is deconstruction? You can see the video. We've got it linked here. I don't know if it's below or on the screen, but you will find it. Um, And I am going to give a brief summary about deconstruction and he will give me a grade on how well (laughs) I learned this concept last time. But basically it's when we have, you know, we have words that we learn, whether it's in life or in the church, and we're talking about the church specifically. And sometimes people come into, like, they learn new things about this word. Maybe it's prophets, or maybe it's revelation or something. Um, And it kind of takes on a new meaning for this person. This can be both good and bad, but it can change the way we think about words. And so that can attribute to kind of breaking people's faith down, maybe more like a faith crisis, or it can go the other way as well. So I don't know. How did I? It's good. Was yeah. that okay? That was great. You can, yeah, you can, you can say it's a process. It's a process. Deconstruction is a process. Um, and it's kind of a neutral word. Like, um, and we talked about this in the previous video, but so, so much uh, negativity surrounding this idea of, of studying uh, non-church approved sources. And um, for good reason, but um, but people go through this process where they learn new information that challenges their previous beliefs, and that w- w- feels like it's like a tearing down of your belief system. So deconstruction is is what we talked about in the previous video, and that's basically what it is. So okay, that was very well said. And now we're going to talk about the other end of it, which is reconstruction. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So when people uh, go through. Um, challenging information and go through a process of deconstruction where they stop believing in the way they used to believe. Um, you know, for example, believing that prophets have priesthood keys, believing that the scriptures are divine, uh, you know, words of the word of God. Um, a lot of people start start to believe that the church is not true the way it claims to be. And so there's this, um, in some former member communities, um, I'm not here to blame or to to you know, label anybody to be mean. Um, I just know that in former, a lot of former communities, there's this idea, this narrative that once you've you know the the toothpaste has been squeezed out of the tube, where you've experienced, where you've learned all this new information about church history or whatever it is, and you start to deconstruct your belief system, that there is no way, feasible way to rebuild, reconstruct, and make the church help and allow the church to work for you. Mm. And I think that. 
narrative, um, while it may be true for some people, it isn't true for all people. And so I'm an example. I'm grateful to my Savior and to many people who helped me uh, that went through. I went through a very dark night of the soul, a faith crisis, and I was able to, with through the help of many people and through the help of my Savior, was able to reconstruct my belief system. Really? So the church definitely works for that me again. Awesome. And I believe in all the, the core doctrines of the church again. Um, and so we can talk about what that process is like. Yeah. What What is that like? Like, how does it... How does it work? Well, um, it takes patience. It takes a community. If it's just a community of one, if it's like a spouse, you know, your spouse is believing and you are starting to doubt or you have, you know, the other way around, your spouse is doubting. Um, you need someone to talk to. And you can work with just the Lord through prayer. Um, but I think that he works, as we see in so many ways in life, he works through other people. So we need, a, we need an angel. Need a few angels to to surround us and to help us, and you want people that understand um, the issues that you're dealing with, and they can help you to reframe or to re and understand things differently. Um, so I'll give you the example again as uh, my example of prophets. So uh, I grew up in the church thinking prophets are nearest to God of any person on the earth, and in a lot of ways I think they are. They are very holy. They're sanctified. Um, men who have been called by God to lead and to receive revelation for the church. Um, and I believe that um, to this day, I do, I still believe that, but I also see them as very human who are, um, see through a glass darkly still, even though the, the um, they've received the sacred calling, this mantle to receive revelation, they still are mortal. They still have a, a veil. And so, um, so prophets can make mistakes. So that was something that I was able to reconstruct a new, maybe a little more nuanced view of who prophets are in their role in the church and in the world. And that's allowed me to see them in a more healthy, realistic way. But I still believe that they're true prophets. Mm. So that's my example of prophets of reconstruction. So it's kind of like you have like this Lego set that is just like beautiful to behold. Like you just got it out of the, out of the box, brand new, and then it gets broken and you're kind of super you know, upset about that. Um, yeah. And so, but the reconstruction is kind of rebuilding it in a new light, almost like maybe this, you've reimagined how this Lego could look yeah. and it's kind of new and improved. Is that kind of, that's kind of what I think of when the I Lego thought of master. like, yeah. Right. I am a master builder. Lego master, Lego master can, can use, can, doesn't have to have the rule book. Right. <laughs> what if you keep trying to rebuild something, Leo? What if you keep trying to reconstruct this and you don't like what the Lego looks like? Yeah. So you keep kicking it down and you keep going back to square one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a process for everybody. Um, some people, as part of their reconstruction process, they reconstruct outside of the church. They reconstruct in ways that involve spirituality that doesn't involve Jesus Christ. Um, and there's a lot of people who find meaning like in Buddhism, meditation, things like that. And they reconstruct in different ways, but they have to reconstruct with some kind of belief system. Like people, as people, as humans, we need beliefs in something good. And if it's just in the divinity or the, the goodness of the human around, of humans around them, then that's what they reconstruct in. But within the church context, within um, our church, especially, as as I've some I'm someone who's been able to reconstruct within the LDS Church, 
I think that's possible and that that's something we should seek after and be patient. If we're reconstructing and like, it just doesn't make sense, um, I would say lean on people who have reconstructed within the church and go to them. I'm one person out of many who have experienced reconstructing their belief system. And I, we can help people. We have a lot of videos that we've produced and I'm with Uplift Community of Faith. And we have a lot of resources and people who understand how difficult it is. And we can help people to kind of reframe uh, the, all of these complex or issues that we deal with. So, so it sounds like a, a big part of this is just being willing to communicate and to listen to those who yeah. are going through something like this. If you're on, you know, one end or the other, yeah. um, just kind of allowing that conversation to happen. And, and that's, you know, kind of how people learn and can, can reconstruct their, their beliefs. So communication, um, I don't know, being willing to listen. Are there any other like things that we can do to help? Maybe if there's like a family member. Yeah. Yeah. We, one of the this. analogies we like to use is, um, is climbing together. Uh, so if you're, someone's down in the pit and they're struggling with the church and they're trying to reconstruct the best they can, they're reading their scriptures, they're praying, um, and they're really trying, but all you do is a loved one is you toss down articles from a website like fair or something or book of Mormon Center say, this will fix your problem on the book of Mormon, or this will fix your problem with Joseph Smith or Brigham Young or whatever it is. And we're not really sitting down and looking at the person in the eyes and saying, I love you. I want to be there with you. I want to climb with you. Put my arm around you and we'll, we'll do this together. If we're not getting to that point, then it is, um, it's a lack of empathy. So we need empathy. We need to show true love, unconditional love and say, no matter what you, where you go, our relationship matters. That is the most important message I think we can send to anybody, even to ourselves. We can say, no matter where I end up, if I end up in the church or out of the church, I'm questioning, um, you should tell yourself that you are loved, that you are valued, and um, and that people around you love and value you. You may not feel like it because sometimes people, like a, a parent who has a child who begins to doubt, sometimes the parent reacts poorly. That does happen in the church where they are kind of aggressively tossing the articles or mm -hmm. saying, repent, uh, get back with the program. <laughs> and that messaging is can be very unhelpful sometimes for people that are questioning. So if that's happening to you, just know that they still love you and they're going to be with you, uh, at least for the rest of your life, as far as you believe now. Mm -hmm. But you should be willing to at least accept loving relationships the best that you can and try to work with people. Even in the church who are very traditional in their beliefs, you should still try to Try to work with them, try to listen to them, work with them, climb together um, as you try to reconstruct your beliefs. I love that. So I think you answered that great about trying to build something <laughs> and just build a Lego set. Not liking it at all. And uh anyway, and, and I and I guess, you know, I, I didn't know if I was gonna share any anything personal for me, but, uh, I do know that, you know, uh, cause I do the podcast, right. And I, I'm trying to go through this right now, trying to reconstruct something. And I, I, I can't find that good Lego piece. Maybe someone needs to give me a guide or something or <laughs> maybe like a millennium Falcon. That'd be cool too. Uh, but I just, and I remember you, you know, you said people share these articles. Oh, look, look what Ferris said about the historicity of the Book of Mormon or, right. or anachronisms or Joseph Smith's polygamy. And, you know, you read that is, you know, logically, okay, that makes sense, but the feelings are still there. The feelings of like hurt or betrayal or being deceived or lied to or, or just 
overall your foundation being taken out from under you or yeah i guess <laughs> since we're talking about deconstruction i'm still deconstructed that's the, those those things didn't help and so i mean one thing you know when i when several months ago almost a year ago probably a year ago by the time we released this episode is that i talked to leo on the phone and it was amazing because yeah <laughs> it, it was awesome because not only was i receiving help as in you know oh try to look at it from this point of view or from that point of view but leo you know he, he, exactly what you said someone to just you know be there for you listen to you and love you and so from from my point of view i think that was the the best um foundation for my process in reconstructing and so hopefully like as i see this like how how can you help somebody with this and i think that was it, from my point perspective that that was exactly what i needed yeah so we need revelation that's one thing that our church teaches right personal revelation and uh, a fair article or a Book of Mormon Central video or even Saints and Scripture, even this, this video, <laughs> it, we provide these answers, right? And these are personal experiences or things that are valuable to us or to the scholars that produce the material. The apologetics is built on scholarship from church scholars. And that may not resonate, like you said. It kind of feels still feel dark or feel like you were deceived. And so... Ultimately, people can surround you and love you um, in the church and help you to reconstruct and provide new ways of thinking, new ways to see material, um, change, you know, help you to re-examine your assumptions or uh, your expectations. Um, but ultimately, it needs to be from God. The best answers that I've ever received um, have been like visions. <laughs> I've received some visions as part of my reconstruction process. I've been praying about a particular topic, wrestling with the material, with church history, the, the actual documents, reading stuff, thinking about, and until I've actually received like an actual vision, and I can give one example. So I was struggling with Joseph's polygamy. That was probably my biggest topic. I really struggled with it. And one day I was preparing this kind of this uh, apologetic message to someone who was asking, I'm struggling with Joseph's polygamy. And I said, here are some things to think about based on like some of the stuff I'd been reading about apologetics, right? The, the defense of the church. And I, I, the spirit stopped me and I was like frozen. I couldn't type. I wasn't talking to the person. I was typing to the person. And I stopped and I was frozen. And I was, I had like a stupor of thought. And I said, okay, that's weird. <laughs> so I got down on my knees and I started praying. I said, Heavenly Father, I need to understand polygamy. I'm not, I guess I'm struggling here. Um, and the spirit said to me, you do not understand of that which you speak. But I wasn't wow. speaking. I was typing. So I was like, okay. But <laughs> he got the message through to me. You do not understand of what, what uh -huh. you're trying to share. And it was very clear. Those words are very clear. And then I said, okay, well, help me to understand. And I had a vision. I saw Joseph and Emma in their bedroom talking, working through this topic together. And it wasn't like Joseph was out gallivanting around hiding this from Emma. It was them talking and trying to wrestle through it together. He was honestly working through it with his wife. And Emma was honestly struggling with it and trying to work through it with Joseph. And I didn't see like anything more than just a kind of a blur, but I knew it was them. The Spirit said, this is Joseph and Emma in their room talking. And there's no real historical evidence about that. Like they don't ever say in their journals, Joseph and I talked for through the evening about, about his plural marriage. And there's not a lot about that. 
right? It's all about um, kind of who said what about this and this and different people getting married. But that kind of evidence for me was straight from the spirit was so powerful to know that Joseph loved Emma and tried to speak with her in private as best as he could about his practice of plural marriage. So there's an example of some revelation I received that basically nailed the coffin shut on plural marriage for me. I know they struggled. I know Emma struggled tre tremendously. The women struggled with it. And that doesn't solve that, but I at least know that Joseph was a good man. He was called to practice this, and he did the best that he could, and Emma was involved in the process. So. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I think we're close to out of time, but I was that answered a question I was going to have, so I don't have to ask anymore. It was about what if my reconstruction does not fit within the church, and I guess I just have to reconstruct that with God and he will guide move you. forward and he'll he will guide, guide you. Wow, cool. If you stay close to Christ, that's everything. Stay close to Christ. Mm -hmm. Stay close he, to Christ. Yeah. He will guide you. Do love process. that. Yeah. Well, that is awesome. Um, thank you so much, Leo, for joining us today. Um, loved talking about this reconstruction idea. Basically, no matter where you're at in life, there things can be rebuilt. Um, no matter where you're at, and, um, and if you want to break down that. your cool Keep Lego piece because it doesn't work for you. Make a Millennium <laughs> Falcon or make a... Modified. Have you been to Legoland? Don't, don't they have... Hey, I've wanted to there? go. I think I saw this cool Aladdin genie thing. Oh, crap, I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, the new Lego series, right? They actually blow up Legos. Okay. What is it called? The new Lego? It's like, I think it's Netflix. Wait, what? But there's a Lego oh, I thought you were competition. about the movies or something. My kids love Oh, the Lego competition? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. It's like... A, it's the guy, I don't know. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> Lego Master. The guy that did the Batman, I don't know the actor's names, but he did Batman. Oh, Will yeah, Arnett. in the yes. Lego And he's movies? the host. Or, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's Lego competition in the series. They had a bunch of, like, Lego explosions. Oh, man. So there you go. There's your deconstruction. Okay, cool. <laughs> I love it. Gosh, Legos. Legos. <laughs> Remember, Legos and Jesus. Okay? <laughs> okay, thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Like, subscribe, follow us, leave a comment if you have any thoughts, and we'll see you next time. Love. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.